Hello Weavers, welcome to episode 7 of Recognizing RHS. I'm Alex. I'm Lexi. I'm Henry. And I'm Reagan. We have a lot of awesome stuff in this episode, so let's get started. So we're going to start off with our student and staff shoutouts. And the people who we give the shoutout to are going to be rewarded with a gift card, so make sure you listen to hear who won. Then we will give our weekly rundown. And then finally, we'll have an interview with Trent Babcock as well as Julie Hickson for a student interview. And then Mrs. McIntyre and Mrs. Lucas will be our staff interviews. We're excited to also be able to reward them with gift cards as well. All right, let's get started. All right, so let's get into it. To start off, we have the student shout out. This week's shout out goes to Natalia Jarris, Lola Taylor, and McKenna Titchy. These three girls organized the Project Hope fundraiser taking place at our school. They have gotten everything ready and set it up all on their own. Their leadership and dedication to making our community a better place has shown through and we are so excited to see the results. Make sure to check and see who won their bingo competition. Next up, we have our staff shout out. This week's shout out goes to... Miss Morosco. Miss Morosco was previously an exploring tech teacher, but she quickly switched over and is currently teaching math to students through the online academy. Her students have recognized her as always being upbeat, positive, and encouraging. We are so grateful to have a teacher like her leaving a positive impact on the students, doing what she can to make a difference. Thank you, Ms. Morasco, for all that you do. That wraps up our shout-outs for this week. We will deliver the prizes to McKenna, Natalia, and Lola, and Ms. Morasco as soon as possible. Until then, don't forget to nominate your friends and favorite staff members by filling out the Google form which we sent to your school email, or check our Twitter page for the link. Let's move on to our weekly rundown. All right, so first up, we want to congratulate Natasha Zahersky for committing to Mount Union for track and field. This just shows how hard she's worked in her high school career. Great job, Natasha. This is such an awesome accomplishment. We wish you the best of luck for your future. Also, congratulations to Frank Sanzo for committing to Bowling Green State University. Frank will be going to pursue music education. Frank has been working so hard with his music all throughout high school, and it is totally paying off. Congratulations, Frank. Good luck with your future. Another big commitment this week is Jake Segulin. Jake is committing to Defiance College to play basketball. Jake had over 100 points in the shortened senior year. He has worked so hard to reach this goal. Congratulations, Jake, and good luck in college. Congratulations to the boys lacrosse team as they faced off in the first form of competition against a different team in 661 days. The boys played Stowe in a scrimmage this past weekend, dominated 13-8. The scrimmage was tied up until the fourth quarter when the boys took over. The boys will scrimmage Jackson on Tuesday. Congratulations, guys, and good luck with the start of your season. The softball team had a scrimmage on Wednesday night against North. The girls came out on top, winning 9-3. Shout out to sophomore Delaney Keith, who had her first varsity home run. The girls start their regular season in early April. Good luck, ladies. Start the season off strong. That wraps up our weekly rundown. Remember, you can always give us more information and make suggestions through our Google form. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so next we're going to move on to our student interviews, and for today we have sophomore Julia Hickson and senior Trent Babcock. Thanks for joining us today, guys. So how are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing all right. First off, we'd love to congratulate you both on such an amazing swim season. All right, Julia, what was it like competing and winning at the state meet, and what did you do to prepare for the meet? Uh, I was pretty nervous, but um, overall it was very exciting, and definitely winning um, made it a lot more fun. Uh, I didn't really do anything special to prepare for the meet. Uh, my coaches took me to brunch beforehand, and we just hung out. <laughs> it was fun, yeah. But um, I didn't really do anything special. I just had gotten a good headspace and got ready to swim. Yeah, that's great. And then, Trent, can you tell us how you prepared to break the dive record and how you felt once you beat it? The dive record was kind of hard because I broke the sixth dive first, which was arguably the harder one. And for that, I really just had to throw my hardest dives, which some of those I haven't done at meets. 
and I really just threw them as hard as I could and tried to be as good as I could, but I really just had fun with it, and I didn't even know that I broke the dive record until we got back to school and checked the board. That's a nice surprise. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> so how has COVID changed the season compared to the years before? It uh, really crippled our season as we had to take, I think, like three weeks off. But it was a fun change as we were able to get two-a-days once winter break actually started and we were able to get in the pool, get on the board more, and just kind of dive head first into it. Uh, yeah, it was it was hard because we stopped swimming, like Trent said, for a little while um, due to COVID. But once we, back into, once we got back into the pool, practice was harder than it was before, but it definitely <laughs> prepared us for the meets. Is it, like, harder for you? Do you guys find it, like, harder to swim without a crowd? Or is it, like, if you're in the pool, you don't really, like, focus on the outside? Or what? what's that like? It's a lot of fun when everyone's screaming and yeah. stuff. But while I'm in the pool, I don't yeah. really – I block out everything. Right. Like, I'll have my mom on the side cheering <laughs> and stuff, yeah. and I have no idea what she's saying. Right. She's flailing her arms about <laughs> trying to tell me to do things. But – I don't know, it's just different. It's kind of sad this year yeah. not having people. Right. right, like for people that don't know, I just randomly like out on a limb like joined the swim team this year. I went to like a couple of the meets and some oh, of yeah. the practices, but like um, it was like really weird because I've never swam with like a, I guess a crowd because I joined the year of COVID. So like I noticed that on the swim team, they're all very spirited. Like that team is always cheering for every single person. There's not a moment where someone's like not excited for another person. Like you're in the pool and like for me, I was definitely not as competitive as Trent. So I'm like putting my head out of the water and listening to everyone. But like, like I could hear his mom and like all of the people on the team are always cheering for everyone. And it's super exciting and it's a great environment even without the crowd, like just the team was good enough. So yeah. That's awesome. Could you guys tell us your favorite memory and or moment from the swim season? I really enjoyed conference this year. Like, we've always had a chance to be that number one team, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's always been a battle. and It's always been a numbers game of who will have more guys and who will be able to fill the events and get the most points. Yeah. And this year we were able to end up on top, which is super awesome. It's the first time that we've actually won the uh, WRC conference since we changed from the pack. Uh, my favorite uh, memory was probably, well, obviously, like, winning the my backstroke at States, but just, like, seeing myself improve, like, as a swimmer, like, during the season when I finally started to drop time and finally started to just, like, improve and see my practices paying off, that was just really, I liked that a lot. Julia, what are some goals you have for the next swim season? Uh, well, just to just stay in shape and drop some more time and hopefully win both my events at States next year. That's a big one. But really just have fun. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, Trent, you want to talk to us about running a little bit and what goals you have for this upcoming track season? This uh, track season I'm actually really excited for. I feel like I'm in the best shape I have been, neglecting some pains and aches that I have to take some time off of running for right now. But I'm really excited. I'm trying to get to a 52 for my 400 and a 205 for my 800, which are pretty solid times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm running at ONU, ONU next year uh, for track and cross country. And those times would actually set me up to be varsity wow. Oh, wow. for the 400 <laughs> and perfect. the freshman year. <laughs> freshman year. It would just be fun to go and do and compete at that high of a level. Yeah, yeah that's exciting. Oh, what other school activities are you involved in? 
I did uh, band and choir for all four years of being in high school. Love band, love choir. I think I'm going to try and do band next year at ONU, but things may get a little bit iffy with all the sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. I did theater for one year, but it was just too much overlap to yeah. fully do everything. Yeah, newsies. Yeah, newsies. <laughs> Uh, I pretty much just swim. Um, I'm looking into a couple other things, but right now it's just swim. Yeah, awesome. And Trent, what advice do you have for the underclassmen? Sports-wise, honestly, just have fun. Because if you're not having fun, then it just kind of sucks to be on the team. Mm -hmm. Like, just have fun. If you don't like it, change and do something new like just try something different you never know what you may like and way what may come to you yeah that's really good all right thank you guys so much for coming on we appreciate it thank you guys next we're going to be talking to miss mcintyre and miss lucas thank you for joining us today hey guys how you guys doing great excellent (laughs) so for the listeners who don't know what are your jobs here at riverside i'm a english teacher and student council advisor and I teach senior English and side. All right, and how long have you guys taught at Riverside? 21 years, I think. I lose track sometimes. And I came in 2004. So I'm an English teacher. Somebody else can do the math. <laughs> That's their job at home. Yeah, do the math. So has COVID had like a big effect on the classes you teach? And like, how did you guys adjust to those changes? Um, I teach the same classes, but... Um, I mean, it, it's had an impact, I think, more in my AP Lit class because I have to zoom in kids, so that's been different. But um, my 10th grade class, it's changed the way we've been able to move around, but um, it's, and we make it work. And I teach the same classes because for senior seminar, they zoom in students, and also we have live students, so it's about a 50-50. Usually there's like 12 or 15 in the room, 12 to 15 on the Zoom. And so that's made it really different. Like the days that you're just like, okay, everybody write something on a post-it note and put it up. Now you must use Padlet. Um, certain days everybody has to log into the Zoom. There's not a lot of, a lot of movement around the classroom. Mm-hmm. And we can't do stations, which we both usually would do when we taught. Because if you do too many rotations and cleaning and everything and the dividers. So I think that it hasn't changed what we've taught. It's just eliminated a lot of the connecting activities a lot of the movement a lot of the uh fun artistic outlets that we could so everything became a lot more fixed in a space Mm -hmm. and what goals do you guys have for the classes that you do teach Um, i just want my kids to be better at critical thinking and writing and independent thought i think is a big thing not just rote memorization but learning how to be a good thinker so, Mrs. McIntyre, what is your favorite part of teaching our beautiful side class? <laughs> um, I think it's the creativity. It's, I, every single time somebody brings up a suggestion, and I'm going to use a student in particular, Emma Reed. Um, Emma, I've had for three years, and it's not frequently that I get to have a student for three years in a row. Usually I only get them when it's a one and done as a senior, sometimes for two years if it's inside. And every single year she's brought this great concept to the table. And it amazes me the different ideas that some of these students have. Like you guys with the podcast, you ran with it. We've got students in there who literally are bringing in Project Hope donations like, and inspiring other students in the class to do the same. So the creativity, the process, and also the excitement that each of you guys like bring to the table. These guys out there are excited to hear what you guys do every week. 
And I know you guys are also excited to see what they've been doing. So all of that. All right, and then Mrs. Lucas, how long have you been involved with student council and what makes you want to do that? Oh God. <laughs> um, I've been in student council for, I think 11 years, but I really don't remember how long it's been. Um, no. What makes me want to do, oh, I love it. I love everything about it. I love homecoming. It's so fun to put it all together and then to see all you people come just <laughs> makes my day. Um, and to see like everybody at the parade. Oh, it's so fun. I love all the fun stuff and I like, um, Hoops for Hope and Turkey Volleyball, just because it's something different. Like, I like yeah. bringing the extra stuff to school, where it's not just school, but it's all the fun stuff that you guys get to be involved in. I love it. And then bringing in money for charity makes it even better. So, yeah, I love it. That's awesome. So, as a group, we've really admired how involved both of you are in school activities and how you guys have the ability to spread positivity and connect with others. How do you both try to incorporate spreading positivity into your routine at school, and how do you think others can spread the same kind of positivity? I don't know. I just try to have a good attitude when I come in here. I mean, and not not be unhappy to be here, even if I am unhappy to be here <laughs> some days, because we all are. But I feel like if you just don't spread that negativity, and you just try to put a smile on your face below your mask, and um, that no one can see, um, and just make the best of it, I think that you can do a lot. Um, it's been difficult this year, because I haven't been able to do homecoming and all the fun stuff. So yeah. I just try to, I don't know, just say hello and be positive as much as I can. The past year has been hard. Like what's been awesome is that like when I am at that point of I can't do this or I can't figure something out, like I will text Lucas or I will call her and he'll be like, talk me off the ledge, <laughs> bring me back. Yeah. But I think that with the positivity, especially in like trying to plan a prom right now, if we can have a prom, trying to plan graduation, is stop going, well, we can't do this, but instead, these are the things we can do. Mm -hmm. Yes, we don't know if dancing is gonna be permitted yet, but instead of focusing on that, well, what about senior dance? And we have a date for that. So it's kind of like finding the things that you can accomplish yeah. and moving towards those. It makes it a lot easier to remain positive. Yeah. I feel like that goes with like how people say like get the small victories. Like mm -hmm. if you mm -hmm. focus on like something little that you can do, it'll make mm -hmm. you feel like you, and like once you put it all together, you feel like, something big. Yeah. Like yeah. This year's about small victories for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think that at the beginning of the year we didn't have very many of them. Yeah. And that made it even more difficult to actually find the good. But now that we're getting maybe not necessarily even towards the end of a pandemic, but we're getting towards the end of a year where we can recognize the small victories mm -hmm. a lot more. Yeah. Right. For sure. So what's one of your favorite memories from teaching? Um, I think every homecoming field trip I've ever taken with the kids has been really fun, especially once we, they used to drive themselves and that was kind of fun, but scary. But um, then we started taking limo buses and we took a trolley one year and we like just go somewhere fun and take pictures and have lunch and it's always really fun. It's like, like the coolest day. Um, mine would be senior day and we didn't get to do senior day last year and our senior day this year is going to probably look much different. So it was awesome to see all the videos and pictures of the seniors going back to the original six elementary schools for the last time and playing on their playground and playing kickball and watching the videos of like the seniors playing with first graders mm -hmm, yeah. and just getting to have those moments. And so every year when the pictures start coming in from all the people, cause Lucas, you would go to a mm -hmm. school and 
you know, other people go to different schools, they start sending me all these images. And I'm like, that is what this is about. It's not just getting to go back to your school, but then to see the looks on the faces of those first mm -hmm. graders and second graders, like that is what I'm going to be one day. So that entire circle that happens on senior day, which will happen once again. And hopefully when you guys are seniors, right. we'll it's be able to like bring it back. Sad for, I don't know, not you. I don't remember where you went, but like ours are gone. Like right. Hill Road and Leeward are gone. Yeah. So we're not coming back yeah. there. But I like, know. That's so, that's but you'll like, still get to, and like right. I think part of the magic is getting to see those little kids the looking kids. up to you. And there are some sweet playgrounds at those new Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think you're going to miss out on that very much. That's kind of like when we do literacy linemen for football. Yeah. That's, like, that's like one of my favorite things. Because like we just, like me and Henry, we got to like eat lunch with elementary school kids. That was it's fun. Just so fun. <laughs> yeah. Just hanging out with them for a day is so fun. They adore you. That's, <laughs> yeah. It is like magic for them. Yeah, and you know they go home and that's like awesome. Oh, <laughs> I remember when I was like their age, I used to think it was so cool having like the high school football players in there. Mm -hmm. It's just so cool to finally like be able to be the high school football players. So it's just yeah. a great thing. The past couple of years, I've gone to the Melridge Field Days, and it's just so fun. Like, we play basketball at recess, like, with the fourth graders and stuff, and they just run around like crazy. It's so fun. <laughs> it's, those are the things you remember. I still yeah. remember moments from When the big kids school. come out. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> when the big kids come, it's like. <laughs> All right. And then could you both tell, tell our listeners a piece of advice? I think my best piece of advice is if you're going to do something, do it well and put your whole self into it. If it's something that means enough to you to do it, then give 100% and, and be really committed to it. And um, I think that that's really important to succeed. Mine is probably find the things that make you excited because you're gonna need that excitement to propel you through the ordinary, the mundane. So it's like finding the small victories, yeah. but really it's kind of like keep your eye on where you wanna go and find the little small stepping stones that mm -hmm. will make you happy. Yeah. yeah, those go well together. Yeah, those are great pieces of advice. Thank you so much. And um, we really are glad that you guys could join us today. So thanks for everything you guys have done. Thanks Thank you for guys. doing this. You guys are awesome. Of course. Thanks. All right, so that'll be it for today's episode. And we hope that you guys will all be back next week. And we really appreciate you guys listening. We love all of your guys' feedback. And if you have any questions, comments, or recommendations of who you'd like to hear from next, let us know. You can contact us at RecognizingRHS at RiversideSchools.net or DM us at RecognizingRHS on Instagram or Twitter. See you next Monday.